What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 228. We're here on Tuesday, October 20th, and we are 13 days from Election Day, two weeks from today. I don't count the day of, because 13 days from now, we're going to be there. Two weeks from today. Good movie. 13 days, by the way. It is a good movie. movie, Yeah, yeah. it was actually happening around this time. Yeah, it was. 1962, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, the amount of money we would have made. Oh, yeah. With that story, with that Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, that, my God. That news cycle of nuclear Oh, we death. could have all retired, but that would have been the end of Triggered, so we know we, we couldn't do that. Well, let's folks. talk about a more positive news cycle. Oh, so, it's positive. We won. We beat the Russians. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But it was looking pretty sketchy there it for was, a few days. All right. So, well, in the movie when they show you the lines for confession, yeah. that's when you know yeah. it's really bad. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Hunter Biden. The Hunter Biden scandal is what we are referring to here as the positive news for us. It continues to grow in its scope and continues to look like something that could really put some hurt on Joe Biden. We found out the other day after we recorded that emails were released showing Hunter Biden helped arrange White House meetings for Chinese Communist Party officials and elites. That was Breitbart that reported that. Yep. Followed by a very interesting report yeah. that not only one of the people on these so-called email chains corroborated that the email was in fact authentic, but there was a line in there referring to the deal that had a part that said 10 held by H for the big guy when they were talking about splitting yeah, up the, the equity, the equity deal, yeah. in this deal. The equity arrangement. What happened after that yeah. that was so well, pivotal in this story? Yeah, well, you know, I think a lot of people were like, well, who, who the hell is the big guy? Who mm-hmm. is that? You know, there, there's, I mean, of course we could say, you know, is it Joe Biden? But, you know, there's not really enough to go on that. And then finally, later that day, the person who was involved in that email chain confirmed, yeah, the big guy is a reference to Joe Biden. Yep. 10%. 10% Joe Biden was going to get 10%. That's a nice, that's a nice slice of cake right there. Yep. And, and you know, that that's what's so genius about... I guess, you know, I know Joe's a little slow lately, but at the time, you know, he he personally doesn't get rich from all these deals. He he makes his family mm-hmm. rich, and then when he's able to retire, you know, step away from public life, he gets to call in on all the slices of pie that, that, that his family has accumulated over, you know, his years of uh, them enriching themselves off his name. So, um, you know, he doesn't have to report that on those financial disclosure yep. forms. So, you know, yes, on paper, Joe Biden is one of the least wealthy members of Congress, uh, always has been, but... His family, on the other hand, has been raking it in, and uh, it just shows you that he's no better than Crooked Hillary. Mm-hmm. In fact, this might be worse. It's Crooked it's Joe like, Biden. It's like the Irish Mafia. It's the Irish Mafia here. I think that's going to be a big attack line you see over the final two weeks here yeah. is Crooked Joe crooked Biden. Joe. Joe is owned by China. Yeah. Beijing Biden. You're going to yep. see a lot of those being tossed around. Uh, and I mean, if he's willing to take money from China, yeah. who is by far our biggest enemy. Yeah. Who else will he take money from for favors? Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, the whole thing is just so ironic. Let's not forget that the impeachment hoax was based off of trying to investigate this, which we were told, oh, no, under no circumstances is any of this real or true or any of that. Well, he's on tape bragging about firing the prosecutor. See, that's the thing. These emails connected all the dots here because Burisma, Mm -hmm. we all know that, you know, why Burisma put Hunter Biden on that board. They also were expecting legal protections because they're under investigation. And what and what happens? What what happened? Oh, Joe Biden threatened to withhold aid from Ukraine in 2015 
and they fired the prosecutor looking into Burisma. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. So they got that protection. They get, Hunter Biden turned out to be a worthy uh, in, installment on that board, making 50000 a month. So And don't forget, he was kept on that board until conservatives made it a point to call yeah, it out, and then yeah, he resigned. Yeah, And also Obama officials at state were like, this is a weird arrangement. What else happened? Oh, yeah. And, they weren't and, and comfortable. Also, Joe, Joe, I mean... First of all, he's been exposed. Sorry, we got to circle back. He's been exposed as a total liar. Remember, I don't, I yes. didn't know anything about Hunter's business dealings. Well, Hunter introduced Barisma executives to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They thanked Hunter for the introduction. It's it's in the email chains. So, yep. uh, another critical point: it's not misinformation. The emails are authentic. The Biden campaign has yet to denounce them. There is not a single shred of evidence to suggest that this was all fabrication. So they haven't denied. They haven't any denied of it. it. So this whole note, you, know, you see Adam Schiff and all these Democrats and liberal media talk about how it's a hack. It's not a hack. Nothing no. was hacked. A B. This is not a Russian misinformation operation. The Democrats got caught. They got. You know caught. what happened? Let me tell you what, what happened. What happened? Yeah. Hunter Biden got high on some crack. Yeah. Dropped off Could a very a valuable computer. At a local corner repair shop. Yeah, in Wilmington, Delaware, yeah. And was so f***ed up that he forgot he did it. Yeah. And he left it there, and by the policy, after 90 days of work completion, if you don't pick it up, it becomes the property of the owner. Yeah. So what did the owner do last December? Yeah. Last December, he turned over the computer to the FBI. Because he thought that there yeah. was documents on there concerning enough to him yep. when he saw them well, that the FBI should investigate. He also made a copy of the hard drive and gave uh, one to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer. Well, that's the next step is he yeah. made a copy. Yeah. And then when the FBI proceeded to do nothing yeah. and essentially deep-six this on yeah. behalf of the Biden campaign, which we're going to talk more yeah, about yeah, in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he went to Rudy Giuliani's press. But the point is, folks, it was the guy's property at that point. He could do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it doesn't that's really matter. Part. So yeah, it doesn't really but matter. But let's talk more about the content of these emails because yeah. we haven't even scratched the surface here. Yeah. We got a new trove of 67,000 emails that oh, are being perused God. through right now by basically exclusively conservative media because we're the only ones that have the balls to report on any of this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You saw last, what was it, Friday? They when, tried to, oh yeah. When uh, what's his name from CBS asked, dared to ask Joe Biden a serious question, dared to ask him, roundly condemned by the left. Yeah. By his own colleagues. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And that's not some a, of his colleagues stepped up to defend him. They did. And credit to them. Yeah, but that you can tell those are old guard. Yeah, old guard. Um, we have these, and they're new, dying out sadly. We have these new emails that detail how Hunter Biden and his associates use their access to Joe Biden. To arrange private White House meetings for investors and clients. Okay? That in itself, major issue. Yes. Okay? Yes. Can you imagine, okay, the outrage if if Donald Trump Jr. had done something like this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it, would be, it would be impeached the 3.0. nuclear story of all time. But then, according to Breitbart, Biden and his business associates secured a private off-the-books meeting between Joe Biden and a delegation of Chinese investors and Communist Party officials for a discussion of relations with what they refer to as China Incorporated oh my God. and a new push on soft diplomacy for the Chinese. These emails were turned over to Peter Schweitzer, who does great reporting, yes. by Bevan Cooney, a former business associate of Hunter Biden, who is currently behind bars for a fraud scheme. 
Cooney believes he was the fall guy and that Hunter Biden and another associate, Devin Archer, have unfairly avoided responsibility for their involvement. The reason that Bevin Cooney is so important uh-huh. is because he's flipped. Ah. So that th- that's the one theory about why the FBI hasn't released any of this is because there's a serious criminal investigation going on. Okay. But on the flip side of that, Chris- I think the American people deserve to know. Yeah. Similarly to how Comey announced days before the election, hey, we reopened the Hillary investigation. Yeah. Don't you think the American people deserve this information before they make a selection? Right? I mean, that was Comey's reason yeah. for releasing the info, which it's liberals Joe hated. This is, this is a national security issue. Yes, it's, you're, you were right on. You wrote that the other day. Yeah, That's the most that. important yeah. thing. It's, it's a national security issue. I mean, forget a character. This is a national security issue. I mean, yep. I, I mean what's, what's going to happen mm-hmm. with, with regards to China? If if Joe's elected president, well, that's what's, why China what, wants what's him to win. What's going to happen to you know in, in Ukraine? I mean, what's going to happen? That's why China wants him to win. And and CNN's John King, I very rarely give CNN credit for anything, yeah. but he did actually call out Hunter Biden for who he is, a swamp creature. Yeah. And he basically went on to say that you know this is the exact type of thing. This is why Donald Trump won. Yeah. Is because this kind of stuff has been going on for so so long. There's been so many politicians who take money from foreign countries, you know, that whole Foreign Agents Registration Act, totally abused, not enforced. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. But Hunter Biden is a swamp creature. And it's not just him. The whole family is born and bred of the swamp. Yeah. Besides maybe Bo. And but, he was in training for yeah, Swamp. And, and, you know, but he, he was, was the only one in that family with yeah. an inch of integrity. The yeah. rest of them are pieces of shit. Did you see the the text from – does he has a, he has a sister, right? Hunter Biden has a sister. Joe Biden has a daughter, I believe. I think that was the sister-in-law. Maybe. Right? Okay. But she, she sent a text Saying he's that a said – No, that said, don't worry. I won't make you give me half of your salary like Pop. Oh, my God. So that connects all the dots yeah. here. That's what they're really afraid of yeah. is that we're putting in the work here to connect everything yeah. and they're going to be – Also, it, it, I mean, and this is another one. His son-in-law, Howard Crean. Well, before we get into that story, yeah. let's just listen to John King's oh, clip. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Because we have the clip yeah, of yeah, him yeah. actually it's saying just, it. oh, I thought we were still on the whole web of Biden corruption here. We, I want to get to I that because that's, that's, that's another one that, that is slid I find that one worse. Yeah. And we're going to get to that. Roll this clip first, <clears throat> Mr. Producer. Well, Hunter Biden, in many ways, is a weakness for the former vice president because of his work. He was a, I'll call it, I'll call it out, he's a swamp creature, like many people, uh, trading in his family name to make money around the world. But Well said. I can't believe well he said. actually said that. Yeah. Shocked. Totally well shocked. I hate junking. I think he's a piece of shit. But in this case, hey, he's telling the truth. As Tony Soprano says, even a broken clock is right twice a day. True. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> so what, and you wrote about this yeah. on Town Hall. What is the story of the son-in-law? Because this, well, I couldn't believe yeah. this. This is very And important. it wasn't the New York Post. This was Politico. Politico yeah. wrote this. Howard Crean, I believe that's his last name, mm-hmm. Crean, yep. is a son-in-law uh, uh, you know, married to daughter um, Ashley, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Ashley Biden. Well, he's informally advising Joe Biden's COVID response agenda while also peddling a multi-million dollar COVID investment proposal. Mm-hmm. You know, millions for, you know, I think, I think it's like a contact tracing program, I believe. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. How is that even ethical? I think that I think that's that's almost just as I mean. It, okay, I, should, I take that back. It's not as bad as Hunter Biden's Burisma arrangement. No, 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 definitely. But, but 
Still, the apple isn't far too far from but the tree. But this is recent. This whole web of corruption. Yeah. This is recent corruption. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's also a story. And it didn't which start got, until they started dating, so. Correct. I mean, yeah. It was yeah. Shocking, shocking how this signs I know, up, I know, right? really. I know. I mean, I know, folks. Shocking. Shocking. I, I guess hey. I'd date somebody in the Biden family yeah. at this point if it leads to this Jeez. kind of money. Jeez. We're me. in the long run, wrong line of work. But it also leads back to, remember the stimulus under Obama? Yes. There shovel, was corruption shovel there. Ready, shovel ready jobs. You remember stimulus? there was corruption there, how yeah, Joe Biden oh was in charge of distributing the stimulus funds. Yeah. And, and just, it just happened to flow towards, I believe, this same guy's company. Yeah. Mm. I believe so. Yeah. Very interesting how all that ties together. Yeah. But let's talk about, you mentioned lies and disinformation. Yeah. Right? They, that's, what the left's, that's what the left's line is here, that this is all fake, right? Yep. Well, not a single thing has been disproven. In fact, we have a source that on the email chain that confirmed the authenticity of some of these communications, right? We already talked a little bit about what to do about the FBI, but they've basically got nothing here. Yeah. And that's their problem. Yeah. And that's why big tech and liberal media censorship is what's basically their solution to this problem yeah. here. They try, they, yeah. They, they they try to dam up the story. Uh, it only put more attention to it, or, mm -hmm. or show you know. Shed Which was more no, light no, no. It. it got way more attention. Yeah, fine. Because fine of by that. us. Yeah. I mean, you the got, thing. I mean, when Kaylee McEnany's account gets locked out mm -hmm. because she shared the New York Post article, and I believe yeah. the New York Post is still locked out. I don't think they, they are. Have they? That is they haven't tweeted anything since like October twelfth, thirteenth. Uh, yep, they still cannot tweet uh, because uh, they broke this story. They dared to take on the big tech gods, um, and the liberal media is not only trying to actively work against this story and try to suppress it on behalf of the Biden campaign because they're all in his pocket, yeah. but a bigger thing that often goes unmentioned is avoidance. Bias. Yeah. By the, the fact that you're avoiding reporting on the story in itself is an act of bias. Yeah. And they're specifically not talking about it and trying to push it under the rug so that they can just run out the clock. Yeah. And Joe Biden has also continued to bring more attention to it by calling a lid until next Thursday. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, this Thursday, excuse me. So, why? Well, we called, because, he called because, a lid up I mean, until the debate. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, whatever. Whatever. Well, you got no, listen. When you when, when you can't defend it, you can't disprove it, you can't spin it. You might as well just go hide. But, look at what he look at what he did on Sunday, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Went and got a milkshake. Yeah. He'd answer the question about what kind of fucking milkshake he got, but when he was asked about this story of corruption in his family, he gets huffy. Oh, he got huffy. He just went and just walked away. You know, okay. I mean, he if can't, Trump did that, oh, he's gonna. Well, first of all, Trump is gonna ask him that on Thursday. It's gonna be great. Well, no, I, I mean, like if Trump did that to the press. Oh, and you had members of the press pool yeah. laughing at the question. Yeah, even the pretense of the question. How dare you? Yeah. ask our dear leader this question. I mean, the whole thing is just absurd, and you have. Remember we talked about how they crossed the line in this censorship? Yeah. Well, you have the Senate Judiciary Committee who's looking to potentially move on these big tech companies. They're looking to possibly subpoena them to come testify as early as next week, possibly. Um, and that's a very important thing that I think we need to do. And I think we need to do it before the election because 
You have them threatening all kinds of things. You have them threatening that they're going to censor the president depending on what he says on election night. Yeah. Okay. The kill it's, switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. The kill switch is worrisome. And they say they don't have it, but we know they have it. And well, it's all I, because of the liberal media whining. Yeah. That's that's like that's what's like ironic about all this. And and you know, I know he's a liberal reporter, but Michael Tracy was one who, who called everybody out on this. It was mm-hmm. like all this kill switch, all this bias stuff, all this, you know, everyone's, you know, oh, this is kind of authoritarian. Yeah, it's crazy, it's gross, but it's the liberal media and the media establishment who are calling for it. Mm-hmm. Cause they're a bunch of whiny. So what's interesting here is that you have a little bit of a divide forming on the Senate Judiciary Committee among Republicans because not all Republicans uh, agree on how to take this on. Yeah. Some think that government regulation is not the answer. I was of that line of thinking for a very long time, and then I changed my mind after seeing in real life with our jobs just how dangerous these big tech companies can be. Yeah. Um, and if you're interested, I would encourage you to watch The Social Dilemma – on Netflix. Good movie. Um, Actually, a really it, scary movie. It is very it's scary. It's a scary movie. And everything that's in there, I can tell you with knowledge because it's part of my job. Yeah. 100% true. 100% true. But let's talk about and, this energy. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. No, it's because of like, you know, folks like like for, for people who use Facebook, like the, like the like button, like they interview people who were part of that project. Mm-hmm. Like from the get-go, from Instagram, Facebook, you know, I believe Twitter is on mm-hmm. there. And they're basically like it, it's like it's like a mea culpa thing. They're like, listen, we we thought we were doing this for engagement, but uh, it's taken a dark turn. Well, you dark, know, you lived in a turn. up society when these little girls are killing themselves because they don't get enough oh, likes yeah. on their Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? And it's there's a variety of views. You know, they're they're not like anti-social media. They're like, we want to just make it better, make it like what it what the, you know what it was originally intended. And then you have some wacko people who are like, well, the whole market should be blown up. Well, you know the interesting... That that crazy communist professor was like, there shouldn't be any social media. Well, sorry, the horse has left the barn on that. Well, you know, that's what forced social media into this position of censorship is the left. Because when they set out to make these companies, when Twitter set out on its initial mission and Facebook and all of them, they didn't want to become the moderators. No. Right? They wanted to be able to just put this tool out there and say, hey. Hey, have fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But so, then they bit, you know, because conservatives used to be dominated, you know, dominant on Twitter for, for years. Uh, and then, you know, that all changed. And then the 2016 election happened. And now they're like, you know, uh, you know we, we, we can't have that. You know, we can't have this ever happening again, whatever that means. Uh, you know, Republicans winning elections. So, you know. Well, it's pressure. The, uh, it's, it's, it's pressure from the left to censor, yeah, but it's also an infiltration into the ranks of these companies. That's true. Because yeah. when these companies well, first started out, they weren't, yeah, they weren't filled with socialists. They weren't, or you know, or democratic operatives. Right. I mean, look right. who announced the the the, the fact checking of New York Post. Uh, yep. You know, Hunter's emails. It was a democratic operative. He's the what was his name? I forget. But he's, he worked for Barbara Box. Yeah, so that's all you need. He's to know. A, he, yeah. but but he's the communications manager for the entire. Company, mm-hmm. so I mean, well, I don't think there's he, no trust. I don't, there's no, I, I don't, I don't trust. I mean, there's no trust. I don't and, think and, he's in charge of communication for the whole company. I think he was an underling that was sent out to do it, but they uh, picked the wrong underling yeah, to do it's it. True. Yeah, um, and that's part of the issue is yeah. their communication messaging. At, at, at his very base, I believe, of all of the tech moguls, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is the only one who has a, a, a modicum of 
free speech absolutism in him. Yeah. He's the only one that thinks he, that people should be able yeah. to go online and say what they want he to. He doesn't want to do all this bull. No, he doesn't. Jack Dorsey, but, on the other hand, exactly. I've heard he, you told I mean, Twitter's bad. He's kind of a total communist. Twitter's I mean, bad. Let's be honest. I and mean, Google arguably left. has the biggest monopoly on the global economy. Yeah. Well, did you Ever. see they, they're being sued now by the DOJ? Yes. The antitrust, search, search monopoly. So The antitrust lawsuits are going to be big. Yeah, um, that was filed this morning, I The believe. thing with Google is that they're terrible, but they're also great. Yeah. They've enabled a lot of small businesses to succeed. Yes. They've enabled people to get rich over time yes. that wouldn't have had a shot in the world otherwise. Oh, but there's, if I can go back in time with five grand in my pocket, I'll put it all in Google right now. Well, yeah, when, but not when even, it was initially public. When it was not even the just IPO. the stock. Yeah. Not even just the stock. I'm talking about the commerce platforms yeah, that's true. and their, their advertising platforms. How many people use it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is all great things, right? But then there's that evil side. Yeah. That side that refuses to work with the U.S. military but will work with the Chinese, Chinese. communist military, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's the, that whole thing. Uh, I mean we could do a whole su- episode Suffocating conservative websites in the search results with a pillow? You know, that type of I'm shadow banning abstain. stuff? I'm going to abstain. On okay, that. okay. Just abstain. There's a lot of things that factor <laughs> I'm just saying that's that. – that, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that factor – it is odd, yes. however. There's some that odd the shit. The coincidences seem to happen on one side. Yeah. It is, it is quite odd. Yeah. There's a lot of things that go into search rankings. There's there's site ratings. There's site speed. If your site's not fast enough, you don't go to the top of the rankings. So it's not always just a political bias there, but it does but seem to happen more on, on the right. Yeah, yeah. Not only, not only, yeah. but more it's so. It's like seventy thirty. More so in frequency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If seventy thirty is probably accurate. Probably, yeah. Yeah. You know, they probably do the ones on the left just to say we don't do it to just yeah. the right. But yeah. anyway, back to the Senate Judiciary yes, Committee. Yes. Yes. We have some some good people stepping up to lead this fight here, uh, the likes of uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey 2.0, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Tom Tillis, uh, and Tom Tillis, who's in a tough re-election fight, tweeted this morning that he fully supports the efforts to subpoena the big tech CEOs because there is a split on whether they should forcefully subpoena or get them to come voluntarily. Uh, much like Jeffrey Tubin, and we're going to talk more about yeah, that. Yeah, You know, coming Lube, voluntarily. Lubin Tubin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, Tilla says it's past time that they answer not only for their censorship of conservative voices, but also for their willingness to allow for rampant online piracy and copyright infringement. They are efficient when it comes to interfering with the election and silencing conservative voices, but take so long to take down clearly infringing copyrighted material. It's past time that Congress reform both Section 230 and 512 of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. So that's interesting. He's tying together quite a few things there. Section 230. Yeah. It's going to be a big issue. Regardless of who wins the election, it's going to be a big issue. Both sides hate big tech right now, but both sides have very differing views on how to uh, tackle big tech. And within both sides, there is debate. There's intra-party debate. There's across-the-aisle yeah, yeah. debate. The whole thing's a mess. It's an orgy of debate. A Jeffrey Tubin of debate, yeah, if you Tubin, will. Yeah, a Zoom um, call. So let's do the quick hits segment here. Let's let's talk about the Tubin scandal yeah. first because, you know, nothing brought me more joy yesterday oh than to see one of yeah. my most hated pieces low-life CNN commentators. He is a self-righteous prick. And he's a horrible human being, too. Scumbag. Scumbag of the world. He got caught. He got caught stone cold, as yeah. Trump would say. Yep. He got caught jerking off yeah. on a Zoom call. He was, he was making the... Yeah. Oh, God. That was too much. 
He he had a he was on a five finger date there. Oh god, you know what uh, he you know what they were talking about on the Zoom call too, which makes it all the I more know, ir- right. it ironic. Like, it, was a, it was swing states, right? It was an election yeah. simulation. Ohio. Pennsylvania. He was he was lubing his tube and, and uh, well the best was I mean the first the initial story was bad enough which was that he just exposed himself inadvertently whatever, then they had whatever. to do an editor's note and then they do an editor's note saying actually we have witnesses that he was like jacking it and I'm like oh my god what's his name uh, I, someone has a screenshot yeah. but they haven't released it but someone has a screenshot yeah. I heard that there is no video if you see a video going around online of it it's yeah. a it's a meme it's a fake yeah. it's not real but. But what he did is real. Yeah. And he's his career is over. Well, I and, don't, how does he not? Like, okay. But how ironic, this takes him down? Yeah. You know what he's done in the past. Oh, God, yeah. He forced that girl to have an, an abortion. abortion. Yeah, he was f***ing around and got her, not knocked up some, knocked up his mistress and then, yeah. No, knocked up his mistress's daughter. Oh, the daughter. Do- oh, it was the daughter. For, oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this is what takes him down. Yeah. Either way, sweet justice. Yeah. After what he did to Kavanaugh, after you know defending Anthony Weiner's pedophilia, yeah, this I'm, guy deserves to be yeah. done. And it was it was great joy yesterday when that story broke. Not only they have they have to fire him. I mean the, be, the I believe the New Yorker did. I thought it was suspension. I think they suspended and then fired. Oh, good. but I don't think CNN's made a final decision. Well, They've they suspended him. They have to I mean, there's no. I mean. The exposure thing, we the liberal media can, can can look past that. Yeah. Actively, you know, jacking it in front of everybody. Yeah, not good. Not good. What the? <laughs> f- but like, but wow, equally good. How? There, there's no more deserving person to go down in yeah. a in a ball of spooge, if yeah, you will, yeah, yeah. like this. Loves to spooge is his username. I can't way, believe, apparently. by the way, that Trump hasn't tweeted about this, or maybe he did and I missed it, but I don't think he did. I I think he's. You know they're coming. Someone... I just found out that <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin was je- <laughs> and not to mention, dude. You have like, if you go like, people are finding the, the old tweets of his from yeah. like three years ago, like how like he's a master baker, a master the, baker, yeah. master baker, the with a the, pie, the the thing that cuts the banana in equal. <laughs> yeah, like how is this real? I think I think someone's tweeting. How is this real? <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, it's just it's just hilarious. And uh, uh, and well, this is the guy that talked about moral values and you know. Well, that's the thing. the integrity of politicians and all those institutions his, and all this lecture. Exactly, his disgusting, sanctimonious, yeah. like just yeah. morally superior. We know yeah. what's better than those evil Republicans. Yeah. Blah blah blah. This is what he gets. And you know what? Yep. I had a, I, the past twenty four hours. I've really enjoyed this. It's been a lot of laughs, a lot of tubing oh, yeah. jokes. A lot of tubing. Every Zoom call that I've been on in like the That's past twenty four. Yeah. Mark, Mark, in two years, that will be a tubing will be a verb. Well, you had on Wikipedia quickly a new section formed that was called the Zoom d- incident. The Zoom d- <laughs> and on Twitter yesterday, you had hashtag Zoom d- trending. This was before we knew that he was jerking <sighs> off. Anyway, let's let's hit the other quick hits we got here. <laughs> no, no, we can, we can end it right there. This, this is the greatest. Uh... <laughs> let's let's talk about the town hall that Trump did with NBC last week. Yeah, let's let's whip it out now. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so he did this uh, town hall, which I thought went well for him for yeah. um, a multitude of reasons. Yeah. He took on 
the moderator yet again, yeah. Savannah Guthrie, who at many points it seemed like it was she was debating on behalf of Joe Biden and the liberal talking points. Yeah. Uh, he seemed to win over people in the crowd. Yes. He also looked, uh, I think, strong as a fighter. He was he was good. He was he was on his game. He was he was right. really on his game. He was po- he was prepared, polished, ready. He was ready for any nonsense. Versus Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. I, I mean, I we, sleepy. We mean we were we were obviously we were watching the president. Uh-huh. But from what I've heard, about maybe forty five minutes into it, about halfway into it, he apparently he was gassed. Oh, he was tired. Apparently yeah. he was gassed. So well after remember after and the they Trump asked won- him bull questions obviously but of like course. but 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 him being gassed in a friendly environment with a a former clinton operative george stephanopoulos sitting on a couch mm-hmm. which by the way i would say on a sidebar that couch looked very comfortable yeah. um <laughs> i mean how can you not like you you can't handle 90 minutes of right. 11 questions from i mean talk about like the softest of softballs mm-hmm Oh, and not only that, we found out afterwards, remember, it was supposed to be undecided voters in the audience oh, again. Oh, were they decided was, again? Were they decided? Not only were they decided. Oh, God. You had a former Democrat candidate for Congress's, I believe, wife there. Oh, my God. Okay? okay. Asking questions? Yeah. And, and, and he was tired. And he couldn't handle it, yeah. So that's why I think Trump came out on the positive there. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's contributed to his momentum. Well, and, and you know what, you know, Trump hitting Biden on his social on the socialist agenda and him and his mental acuity has been resonating with voters. Yes. And they need I think Trump needs to just let that play out on Thursday. Now we're night. gonna talk about that. Yeah. We're gonna get to that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh over the weekend also, uh, apparently it's some foreign concept to the liberal media beltway reporters yeah. that uh, you tithe when you go to church. Oh yeah. You donate, yeah. you put into the pot, right? Yeah. They were just Shocked, yeah. Get that, those uh, titties in there. Yeah, that Trump <laughs> pulled out his wallet. Yeah. Unlike Jeffrey Tubin, who yeah. pulled out his. He put, yeah. Trump pulled out his wallet <laughs> and put in what looked to me as between sixty and a hundred dollars into the collection pot. They were shocked. They were like, "Oh my God, how could he do such a thing? Yeah. Is it us? Is it know, corruption? Right. What? Uh, well, first, like, is he paying them off for letting him yeah. come to the church? Like, what? The Hill." See some CBS News reporter like they're like this. I'm like how this is not a story. I was mm-hmm. an usher at my. Ch- I was never an altar boy, but I was an usher. At I my was church. an altar boy. I was an usher at my church, and you know, yeah. we, I, listen, we 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 picked the family to bring up the gifts, and we took the offerings, mm-hmm. and that's what you do. Yeah, I think once or twice. It used to be twice. I think we kind of nixed the this the second one. The second one's a little bit greedy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, once the, is good. The second off, the, some churches did do the second offering. Yeah. It's just like what the. Once is good. Once is good. Although we you know when uh, the whole uh, the the you know the pedophilia stuff came out, I guess. Uh, I, let's not I talk guess about I guess that. that's why they need that second offering to let's cover all those legal bills. About you know? that. Let's not talk. <laughs> More important is the heathen pope that's yes. going right now. Well, anyway, yeah, he needs to go. Uh, speaking of a Catholic, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. Confirmation is coming quickly. Very Much like Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I, yeah. told, uh, I told someone today, I was like, yeah. I got at least five Jeffrey Tubin yeah. jokes coming during this Let me this tell joke. you, when, her, when she is confirmed, it's going to splatter all over those front pages. Oh, my God. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got to move on. But a new poll came out this morning that shows <laughs> that 50, you can make a joke on basically anything I say, so let's not do it. <laughs> 51% approved. Of confirmation 
And this is a Gallup poll. Ooh. 51% approved, which really means so, it's like 55. Yeah, add six. Yeah. And it's probably the... Yeah. So this is huge, huge for us. And coming on the heels of last night's just disastrous, disgusting SCOTUS ruling where John Roberts f***ed us yet again, stabbed us in the back yet again, and sided with the liberals in a in a case that decides uh, voting in Pennsylvania, basically allowing the state Supreme Court to give them three extra days to I receive ballots. I didn't read the decision. What, what, what was the basis of this? Because well, we're getting to the point now where, it was a, where a lot of Roberts' decisions can be eviscerated in a paragraph. You saw Neil yes, Gorsuch do yeah. that. So that's I'm just that's I'm just, basically I'm what I'm it just, was. I'm just I'm just I'm just asking like how weak was this, this? whole decision? It was a request for a stay on uh, the lower court's ruling, yeah. and the Republican Party was saying they don't have the power to extend the voting deadline unilaterally. Yeah, yeah. and of course our people agreed. He sided with the liberals for four. Lower court ruling remains. If Amy Coney Barrett was there, if this case came next week to them, would have yeah. been a different story. But you Can know they what? appeal this? You can't appeal a Supreme Court ruling. It's it's you know I mean it's fine. You, you, I'm not that concerned. I mean, you're gonna have to find another angle. I'm not that there, concerned. There are ways to get get it back. In maybe there. maybe, but there's not enough. That's time. That's what I meant. There's That's not enough time. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. the Damn other it. the other thing is the other thing is. I know a lot of people were freaking out about this last night. Yeah. Yes, it's terrible. I think it's more terrible for the fact that Robert stabbed us in the back yet again. The actual ruling itself, the initial Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling was narrow enough for it to consider our, it to ourselves a win. Yeah. For many reasons. Yeah. Number one being the secrecy envelope. Yeah. They refused to overturn the secrecy envelope, which has resulted in massive numbers of vote by mail being rejected. I think I saw yesterday there has already been close to 300,000 rejections in Pennsylvania. That's why folks, the Democrats have done a 180 on the yes, on the in-person voting. Mm -hmm. They're now all about the in-person voting. Mm -hmm. So because I mean we we don't do this. Yep. We don't do this in mass vote by mail. First and, of all, like why would you? And you have the vote by mail disasters. Which yeah. you've written a lot yeah. about. Yeah. You have theft. Theft. We got tr we got mail carriers trashing ballots. Yep. We got people getting multiple ballots. We got. I mean, it, it's whole drop exact. boxes. They're setting on fire now. Yeah. We got mail and fake ma fake uh, fake ballot. Yep. Boxes. Uh, you know, being po you know popping up. I mean, at the California Republican Party is also part of that, which is just. But at the same time, the California GOP are pretty much soft Democrats. So you know. No, you know what? I've I've come around on this. I am in favor of them utilizing the existing law because they're making the Democrats almost do a That's 180 true. now. That's true. They're saying, you know what, Democrats, you want to play this game? We'll yeah. play by your rules. Yeah. It's similar to the Trump doctrine. I agree. It's you don't but, just sit down taking it. But they needed to before you they, they take any victory laps here. They 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 should probably find some winning candidates who can win statewide. But anyway, well, you're never going to win statewide in California. At this point in California, the only Arnold thing that matters. <laughs> look how that turned out. <laughs> The only thing I'm in going California to that matters is the congressional seats. That's true. You're never going to win the state house. No, you're never no, going to win the state senate. No. We just you're never going to win. Just keep those seats. I you're agree. never going to win a statewide federal. But yeah, for example, Trump was in California. It's interesting you bring that up. Trump yeah. was in California this weekend. Yeah, massive crowds to greet him in Orange County, where he held a massive fundraiser. Yeah. 
Well, it's Orange County. I mean, you but, know, I would hope people but, would vote for him in Orange County. But if you look at 2018, where we lost multiple House seats in California, I think it yeah. was five House seats. Well, because of voter fraud. Okay. I. You but, know there was. You know it was fraud. Yeah, sure. Don't disagree with yeah. you there, but that's not one of my yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. If you can bring that back, and have Trump turn out there, yeah, that's five seats you pick back that's up. True. That's right? true. That's why it's important yeah. that we play their game in ballot harvesting. Yeah. And if you're in California, stuff the yeah. out of those ballots. Stuff boxes. the ballots. And maybe because intimidate some people. I'm not no, above. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, don't, don't no do intimidation. That. No intimidation. But stuff but the I'm, ballot box. <laughs> I'm not above playing their game, you know? Yeah. That's remember, yeah. that's how we got to this point. That is true. Right? Yeah. These are their rules. These are their it's rules. It's like, yeah, that's we're true. not in favor of ballot harvesting. Yeah. But if the rules exist. Yeah. Which with it. Yeah. That's what we should do. Much yeah. like Jeffrey Tudor. And also, like, you know, uh, what's it called? We were watching The Circus, uh, which is a total... Oh, I, I, Don't I, I, but but right. remember how Mark McKinnon was talking to the, uh, what was it, uh, who was it? Uh, I think the LGE of Texas. Yeah, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick about, like, voter fraud. And I'm just like, is he, is, I mean, first of all, if I was Dan Patrick's, you know, comms person, I'd be like, keep referencing Patterson, New Jersey, because mm-hmm. that is one election that was completely invalidated because 20% of the ballots were, fra- were fraudulent. They had to redo they it. They had to redo it. So <laughs> fraud does happen. It does exist. Yep. And, and, and liberals are like, oh, well, it's slow. Yes, I'm glad it's slow. I'm glad we're not a banana republic, of yep. course. But the times that does happen and it could f- around people's votes, it's not good. Uh-huh. Not good. Oh, I yeah. I mean, so, yeah, so ballots being trashed, it, it's not reliable. Even the U.S. Postal Service can't can't guarantee that all these ballots are going to be in, but, but uh, in the time frame to be counted properly. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Democrats have sadly done a 180. Uh, I mean, even Dr. F- I mean, Dr. Fauci said that in-person voting was safe to begin with, but, well, you know, that got, that got suffocated. With Fauci. Yeah, he's saying no Thanksgiving. Hold on, we got. We're gonna talk about him. Oh, I yeah, have sorry. a whole section yeah, yeah, on him yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I want to finish this though. The <clears throat> debate. Or, well, okay. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, no, no, let's no. get through the debate thing. The vote by mail thing. You yeah. know why else they're doing the one eighty? We're gonna talk about yeah. this later. Because they're not winning the oh, vote by mail. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of. They're dem- supposed to be right. running up massive margins on us yeah. in vote by mail, and they're not. We're gonna talk yeah. about. Well, that, that. Trump Democrat uh, uh, base is a lot bigger this year. It looks like. Based, yeah, based on those vote, those those totals. We shall see. Yeah. Real quickly here, Congress uh, still negotiating potential COVID stimulus. Something's uh, got to happen because the market's tanked yesterday because of that. But on fire today. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so guess what. Volatility equals profits. Yes, um, it does. Anyway, I, I think they I mean they need to do a stimulus. Yeah. We know that as a fact, right? Yeah. But will they before the election? Uh, I don't know. With Nancy Pelosi there, no. But you don't but, as a Democratic Party, you can't give the the president a legislative win this close out. The only reason I put it on there is because I did find it interesting that she said yesterday that they her and Mnuchin had a nearly hour-long conversation negotiating on the phone. That's the only thing that yeah. gave me uh, a potential bright spot. You know, I think we need the, – the, the, the problem is we could barely even agree on a general price tag, let alone the content of what the money is being appropriated to. So that I don't know that I'm too positive on that. Yeah. But there is one bright spot there. The most, important, also, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The most important thing is PPP, yeah. right? The Small Business Loan Program. 
I believe direct payment to consumers, extension of unemployment. Yeah. Didn't we offer that? Didn't we offer to do this piecemeal? Yeah, like, they, you know, won't, they won't give it to Yeah, us. exactly. They, they, they won't do this. This is not going to happen. I mean, and they're and asking Ch- for Chuck crazy doesn't want it to. Yeah, and Chuck doesn't want it to. You know, it's – but I will say, you know what? And this goes under the radar too. Steve Mnuchin – has been an excellent Treasury Secretary. Oh, yeah. I hope he sticks around. He has been an excellent – I think, I I think he's a good negotiator. I mean for anyone who can talk to Nancy Pelosi for an hour yeah. and it probably it probably was not as rambunctious as, as people no. would think. Yeah. I think he's a good negotiator. He's calm, collected. He knows what he's doing. He, he's, he's, he's a very he's, – he's not like the deer in the headlights. Um, who's the f***ing guy when the, everything was burning? Bernanke? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, no. Uh, not Alan Greenspan. The guy no. that came after him. Right? Yeah. No. Uh, Tim Geithner. Geithner, Geithner yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, a deer yeah, yeah. in the headlights yeah. for... Uh, Mnuchin well, at least knows yeah, the money. Yeah, Okay, let's talk about the debate real quick Yes, here. let's do it. They changed a few things on us here. Not only did they change what was supposed to be a exclusively foreign policy topic debate, yep. they removed foreign policy to change it to arguably what they can attack the president the most on, COVID. which is coronavirus race relations in the United States, and something else. So the you ain't black guy is going to lecture us about race. Yeah, pretty much. And we've just taken away every the biggest issue that he looks like a total clown on because he's been wrong on every Yeah, well, you know Trump's here, – here's the thing. So they got the format, right? It's two, two, and then six minutes, right, of open discussion where both mics will be unmuted. That's- let let Joe talk. But the people were mad about the mute button yeah. saying that, you know, they're going to mute Trump while Biden's talking and they're going to mute Biden while Trump's talking. Supposedly, the open discussion segment, there will be no muting. Yeah. Not 100% yeah, sure about that. We have Kristen Walker, who's a known Democrat. Her parents are Democrats. She loves the Obamas. Yeah. She gave questions to Jennifer Palmieri in the spin room. Yep. We all know how that's going to go. There's a heads right? up there. It's two versus one. Trump knows this, that. Yeah, this debate commission has got to go. It's going to go. It, it, it's it's got to go. There's no this, way it continues. This, this, this was a total disaster. Disaster this year. There's so. no way it continues. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Trump should let Biden yeah. destroy himself. Yeah. For six minutes? You know how, mu- you know how many times he'll f- like trip over his Because, d- you know, this. you'll have, much like Jeffrey no, Tina. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you'll have. Tina, for you. The moderator, of course, will step in to help Biden. But, but allow them to see all that. Right, you, right. Voters can if see through that. All Trump has to do is say, well, Joe, why don't you tell the voters yeah. why Hunter Biden was taking yeah. all this money from foreign governments? Yeah. And, Kristen, and then, Kristen, you can help. You can help. Yeah, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you six minutes. Go. And go. Then, exactly. Go and it. then just push away from the table yeah. and see what happens. Because so. Joe will hang himself. Yep. I mean, he's done so before. I mean, I mean, and I, I think, again, try to get him to talk about, you know, uh, an issue where he will run away from defunding the police, mm-hmm. run away from the Green New Deal and run away from – uh, what was the the third one? Oh, Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. You know, try to you know ha, jo, make Joe tie that noose around his neck regarding scaring away progressive voters because those are three issues that they hold dear. And if they're gonna, you know, they're not gonna vote for someone who's gonna just you know 
basically whore him out for, for on November 3rd and then ignore him for the rest, for the rest of the three years. Right, and that's so, why I think Joe Biden's having such a problem right now in this election, and yeah. we're, we're going to go over that in the state of the race. Yeah. Just a note for debate coverage, of course, go over to townhall.com on Thursday night for live coverage all night. We will have our normal Thursday episode of Triggered here during the day, and then on Friday we will have a special post-debate wrap-up episode, uh, so that's sure to be interesting. Um, in other news, up on Capitol Hill, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy introduced legislation aimed at holding the Chinese Communist Party to account for what they've done. Uh, the legislation will not pass, but but if we took back the House and controlled the government, then we can definitely for sure uh, get the China Task Force Act passed which will basically allow us to form a commission to determine the wrongful actions that China has taken and to punish them for doing so. And of course, House Democrats have declined to join Republicans in working to hold China and the Communist Party accountable for not only egregious human rights violations and corruption, but the China virus. Yep. So, f*** China, that's the memo there. Let's talk about Fauci. Fauci! Okay, so President Donald Trump took to Twitter on Monday afternoon to call out Fauci uh, over recent claims from Fauci that the White House is preventing him from doing media interviews. Yeah, he said that on, uh, he was on 60 Minutes on Sunday. Well, he mentioned that, ironic, yeah. because yeah. the president tweeted, yeah. Dr. Tony Fauci says we don't allow him to do television, and yet I saw him last night on 60 Minutes, <laughs> and he seems to get more airtime than anybody since the late, great Bob Hope. All I ask, <laughs> all I ask of Tony is that he make better decisions. He said, "Quote: No masks and let China in." End quote. Also, bad arm. A, yeah. a joke about his yeah, terrible pitch. Well, it was. I mean, he said, true. "P.S. Tony should stop wearing the Washington Nationals mask for two reasons. Number one, it's not up to the high standards that he he, he should be showing." Number two, it keeps reminding me that Tony threw out perhaps the worst first pitch in the history of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> then, President Trump had a call with supporters and campaign staffers on Monday afternoon, and he didn't hold back on Fauci's flip-flopping throughout the pandemic. Trump told campaign staffers, people are tired of hearing Fauci and all these idiots, these people that have gotten it all wrong. Fauci's a nice guy. He's been here for 500 years. He called every one of them wrong. He's like this wonderful guy, a wonderful sage telling us how he said, do not wear face masks. That's a number of months ago. He said, do not close it up to China. I have a list of 15 things, and yet, if, and yet we keep him. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb. But there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. But Fauci's a disaster. I mean, this guy, if I listened to him, we'd have 500,000 deaths. If we listened, we'd have seven, 800,000 deaths right now. So with that, I get along with him. If there's a reporter on, you have it just the way I said it. I couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> so he's done with Fauci. Yeah. If Trump wins, Fauci's gone. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of Americans are done with Fauci. You know, yeah. I started out giving him the benefit of the doubt. And well, for a while he's been he's been like he's been all over the place. That's the problem. He's been all over the place. Right. You know? For a while I defended him. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the moment he said that New York did it right, yeah. That's when he lost me forever. Yeah. Because not only did New York do it wrong, they did it murderously yeah. wrong. And then he Andrew said Andrew Cuomo put 
COVID patients, forced them into nursing homes. And kill thousands. Okay? And he set the example yeah. of killing tens of thousands yeah. of seniors that then led to New Jersey Governor yeah. Phil Murphy doing the same half, and Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf doing the yeah. same. Half of the U.S. death toll from COVID is from nursing homes. Yeah. Half. Half. Yeah. So and he also said that he, he, he doesn't understand why deaths are up 20%. Uh, between March and August, mm-hmm. you know, maybe because people are depressed, among other things. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think you know we're 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 just done. Right, all everyone's of, done with the pandemic. All of these experts, you know, especially with the whole like the mask Nazi stuff. You know, oh, Trump and his people aren't wearing masks. There's a mass gathering. But then they say nothing about the Women's March. They say nothing about the Black Lives Matter riots. They say nothing about, you know, the George Ford rioting. They say nothing about that throughout the summer. And then they their excuse is, well, racism is just as bad as COVID. So these protests are okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you saw... I'm not going to listen to anything you f-ing say if, if, if that's going to be You your, saw it in a matter of hours the other night. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Trump rally bad. Yeah. Women's March good. Oh, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So their mass off. gatherings are okay, but ours are fine. Yeah. Their mass gatherings are fine, but the ones that want to for but for the people in Michigan who want to reopen their businesses and feed their families, well they're just a bunch of Nazis. You're done. Sorry. Mm-hmm. How about you focus on, you know, mapping this thing down to its genome instead of giving out, you know, instead of just basically delaying studying this 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 virus so it could damage the president. I yeah. I, I honestly truly believe that. The scientific community has become more woke. You have these woke ass and they're thinking that you know they're not scientists; they're operatives now. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. I'm done. I mean, you saw that with when when Trump went to Walter Reed. I was on the drug that they're giving the president, and it makes you loopy. He's incapacitated. Twenty fifth mm-hmm. Amendment. I'm like, you know what? You know what? I think everybody needs a timeout, especially these doctors, and they need to just go away. Mm-hmm. Again, be safe. You know, I have to wear a mask when I go grocery shopping. They won't let me in there. I wash my hands. I avoid I, I avoid large gatherings. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've been lucky, Storm. You know, we know yeah. this. We've been lucky. But that doesn't mean that these medical experts are right, though. In fact, you, you, they treat the mask thing as if it's like a protective shield. Haven't you noticed that in their coverage? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. If you, you, you can still get the f***ing virus if you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. I know. Preach to the choir here. but No, I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's important, maddening. It's just maddening. It's an important issue. And I think that you know what the Biden campaign's overestimating is mm-hmm. people's willingness to live like this for much longer. Oh, Joe Biden said he would shut down the whole country again. Yep. Yeah, it's... it's When you have people from Boston, deep mm-hmm. blue Boston, saying if the, you know that the, they would risk infection... Mm-hmm. Than having their life's smoke, their life's you know the business that they spent their life building up collapse. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they risk getting it. Oh, Everybody yeah. would. Yeah, even El Prez. El Prez, if I if Barstool, if someone told me I have to start Barstool from scratch, I'd rather f-ing get COVID. <laughs> right, I'd rather die. That's what he said. I'd rather die yeah. of COVID. Yeah. No, I mean people's you know life work. Yeah. It, the whole the whole thing is, is unbelievable. All right, so let's turn to the state of the race here. Because there's been some significant movement in the past week. I want to run down it all here. Hiding Biden, like we mentioned, back into hiding. And his unfavorables are rising. It seems that this story is having an effect. Yeah. Okay? It's giving people the corruption angle, the swamp angle, so that's hurting him. And it's not like this whole persona 
that he's good old boy, you know, from Scranton. Mm-hmm. That's over. Yep. You're the former vice president. You don't shop for your own groceries, for example. Right. Um, you know, it's like it's like you're not one of us, Joe. Like yeah. you, you you're not. Well, so, you know, I mean, remember you, they tried you, that whole Scranton you, versus Wall Street thing? Yeah. Except Trump has more donations yeah. from Scranton yeah. than he does from Wall Street. Like, yeah. You're a swamp creature, Joe. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And you know, these emails have just absolutely I mean, it was already like, you know, half dead yeah. that narrative. This was like, you know, the Kennedy kill shot from the grassy knoll. I just know, can't believe that there's only 13 days left till this election. Yeah. And he's already basically called a lid on the next three. Yeah. I mean. Is this a preview of the Biden presidency? Is he yeah, going to be is, like hidden? Like, I mean, are they going to have to like, you know, move him around like they did with FDR to hide that he was a cripple? Yeah. Like is uh, what's going on here? But you heard about this. Before – basically before even the brunt of this Hunter Biden scandal has hit, yeah, what were they saying about these so-called double-digit leads in polls? Oh, they're inflated. Mm-hmm. Biden's own campaign manager said that they're not ahead by double digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't – now, now, the flip side – and this is more eh, – I guess you can say a little bit tin, tinfoil hat, <laughs> maybe hat, maybe a mini hat. Is that to avoid? Remember, they, they said yeah. the exact same thing about Hillary. All right, they said the exact same thing about Hillary that she's gonna she's up fourteen. She's she's gonna kill Trump. You know, you got to keep the base anxious. You got to keep them worried. I guess, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, maybe they are up ahead, but they just don't want people to get complacent. Mm-hmm. This 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 close out. I can see that, but given what we've seen with the with the polling errors, mm-hmm. the oversampling of college educated people, disregarding Trump Democrats, disregarding rural Republican voters. Oversampling, I mean, I mean, just avoiding whole swaths of the country. Um, oh, also, the Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. We have on average, and I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here, but I think also close to a quarter of the people in these awesome rallies have never voted for, before. I'm talking like, haven't, they didn't even vote in 2016. Ever, yeah. So and many are Democrats. Many are Democrats. So that's that. That is a huge mm-hmm. error in the polling. So you know, it very well could be that this race is tighter than than I I, I think it is. You're seeing, and yeah, I think we're, see- we're going to win. You're so. seeing a massive narrative shift yeah. now. Is what we predicted would happen. We've been talking about how Trump was going to win for a long time here. Yeah. But what you're seeing right before your eyes is a massive narrative change. Yeah. They're going to tighten up these polls as much as they possibly can. Right? They're going to change the samples. They're going to do whatever they can to make it look closer. But look at the behavior out of the campaigns. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Biden campaign all of a sudden is on radio silence. Yeah. They're hiding in the bunker. You know, they're calling in Obama to do campaigning. Meanwhile, Joe's still hiding in the basement, right? Wouldn't you think you would want that Joe Biden to go to Philadelphia to campaign with Barack Obama tonight? Yeah. Not so much. I mean, Hillary collapsed during the 9-11 memorial in 2016, but she was still out there doing what she physically could, you know, yep. 13 days out. She was at, you know, a couple rallies a day, mm-hmm. I th- right, at least? No, she used to do like one a day. Well, yeah, but, but still, that's a, that's a lot. That, that's what you do. But it, you also have different – it's non-COVID it, I, times. I, yeah. Okay, yeah. but, but the, you know the bigger thing here is the narrative coming out of the Trump campaign now that we're going to win. Yeah. You you saw them before they had hedged their bet and say, you know, we're in a good place. We we think we're going to do very well. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. 
Now, Trump came on the call yesterday. He said, we're going to win. He said, let me give you the real truth. And they know this too, by the way. We're going to win. I wouldn't have told you that maybe two or three weeks ago. He said, it hasn't been easy. I'm more excited today than I was two weeks ago. He said, two weeks ago, I was in the hospital and people were shocked that I came out so fast and so healthy. I came out and immediately started holding and signing up rallies and people couldn't believe it. It gave us a very positive energy and people see it. And these rallies have been huge. Trump says that from starting, I think, next week, he's going to hold five rallies a day up until the election. So he's going to be hitting states. He's going to be hitting the ground. He's going to be revving up the base, right? That, those are things that Biden's hundreds of millions in ads can't do. No. And it, not to mention, yeah. they have no ground game. It's they all, just realized. It's all digital. Remember, it's all digital. They just realized. Yeah. Oh, f Yeah. They had an oh f moment last yeah. week, and they've been scrambling to put yeah. together a ground game. Yeah. So. There, I mean, there are but just. What are, but what are the two lines of attack Oh, against yeah, Biden sorry. that I mean, resonate I, with voters. Yeah, no, I, I mentioned before. Uh, it, it's it's Biden's socialist agenda, mm -hmm. you know, and him being senile. Yep. And uh, you know, basically, the past two months, the Democrats have created what they what they call the malarkey factory. It's people who monitor social media, and they they catch on 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 what's trending, and they saw that these two things were impacting voters. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know. In Florida, I think they they, they, they they pushed out a whole bunch of stuff trying to, you know, neutralize the whole socialist angle because the Hispanic voters don't like it that that down there. Uh, has it worked? I don't know because Trump and Biden are, are, are running neck and neck in Miami-Dade County, the most populous Democratic county in the, in the state in Florida. Um, you know what was interesting? Since you mentioned Miami-Dade, yeah. the three most trafficked polling places yesterday for the first day of in-person voting in, in Miami-Dade yeah. – were the three most conservative Hispanic districts. Ooh, baby. They don't, they don't like this guy. Also, you have 75,000 yeah. new Venezuelan voters. And they trend Republican. And 66% support Trump. Yeah, yeah. And also, let's not forget, you know, a, a couple of, you know, uh, email blasts or whatever to kind of neutralize this, that doesn't negate that the Biden Hispanic outreach operation in Florida has been a disaster since July. Week, so I mean, weak. even field organizers in the state were like, "What the f is this guy doing here? Uh, what's going on here?" Frankly, what's the plan? They had no plan. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, and regarding being senile, they just you know they had they they, they sent a bunch of clips of Joe being cogent, yeah, <laughs> speaking speaking articulately about something. It just it just it's 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 um, just you, ram you it have, home. You have people coming out now to endorse the president that you would never expect to throw their support behind the president. Yeah, like just yesterday, fifty cent. Yeah. The rapper 50 Cent yeah. endorsed President Trump over Joe Biden's plan to increase taxes massively on everybody in this country. Well, especially <laughs> in the tri-state area. I think did, – did I see New York? It was They're looking at a 62 percent increase Yeah, California in and New York would – no, no. It was California and New York, the max tax rate would be 62 yeah. percent. Oh, my God. Which is enormous. Yeah, yeah. run away. Katrina Pearson tweeted, that's because 50 Cent don't want to become 20 Cent. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was good. That was a good, good tweet. That was a good tweet. <laughs> um, we mentioned some early voting statistics. I didn't have time today to put together a full analysis of this. So uh, just overall, though, you should know that we as conservatives and Republicans and Donald Trump voters are overperforming expectations of vote by mail. The Democrats needed to run up massive margins. They have not done so in most states. Yeah. In most states. Yeah. So 
And this is even before most states started in-person early voting. Just yesterday was the first day of in-person early voting in Florida. And there was a good GOP turnout. So the numbers that are coming out now, and you've read a lot about this as well, we couldn't have asked for a better situation, to be honest. They've put all their eggs in the vote-by-mail basket. And like you said, they're having to quickly reverse course and tell people to go vote Vote. on Election Day which they said repeatedly yeah. is unsafe. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, but our good friend Vaka Pundit yeah. over at PJ Media wrote a really good piece uh, in VIP yesterday that I wanted to run down these, these basically qualitative and quantitative looks at where the race is right now. His headline is, Chins up, buckaroos. Donald Trump is going to win. He says, if all you read is the headline poll numbers, you could be mistaken for believing that Joe Biden has an insurmountable lead and a lock on most swing states. Uh, Basically, that's all bull. And he takes a look at what the Democrat media complex largely ignores. Voter registration. We've talked a lot about that. It's the invisible edge. 100%. That's what a J.P. Morgan analysis showed is that voter registration patterns give Trump an edge invisible to polls, okay? In Florida, the GOP has reduced the voter registration gap with Democrats to a historic low. The same goes for Pennsylvania. The same goes for North Carolina. Massive gains, okay? The human touch, just like we mentioned. Uh Joe has no ground game. Yeah. No ground game. Yeah. Since August, the GOP has been knocking one million doors every single week, okay? And up until a few days ago, Joe Biden had no ground game. The enthusiasm gap. You've mentioned this so much, but a 20-point enthusiasm gap is massive. It's huge. Massive. Huge. And what was the stat that you threw out last week? It was— Oh, every single candidate who's run for president who's held that edge since 1988 has won the election. Yeah. So— So we're going on 30 years of precedent. Yeah. Democrat-run cities is a motivator. Yes. For the suburbs. I agree. Everyone says, oh, Trump's going to bleed in the suburbs. And while that may be true, the rioting over the summer may have stemmed some of that bleeding. Okay? Everywhere you're looking from states like Minnesota, Oregon, and Washington, it's driving rural Democrats right into Republican arms. Yeah. And that's why Minnesota is even considered to be a toss-up state. Yeah. I think, and we said this, I think he's going to win Minnesota. I agree. I think he's going to win Minnesota by a, 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 a decent, you know, a good, a, mm-hmm. a good healthy margin. And remember how we've talked about the sampling, right? Yeah. The sampling is ridiculous, but on its face, yeah. the party identification sample was ridiculous. Yeah. Some of these are based on D plus 5 through D plus 12. Well, what was that Server USA poll where 62% of all the respondents were college educated? Mm-hmm. That's not ac- you, you, That's not an electorate that, that exists exactly. anywhere. In fact, it's the opposite. Yeah, anywhere. And in reality, when you look at the party identification this year, yeah. it looks as if we're leaning towards R plus 1, which would be landslide territory it is so moving on to the 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 more qualitative things here hunter biden yeah the scandal has legs and we're slow rolling the release of this damaging info just the way that the late great andrew breitbart taught us to and those are vodka pundits words right there yeah and he's right that's what did hillary in 
was the slow drip, drip, drip. Yeah. You dominate the news cycle every day. You put new emails out every day. And Joe himself is another issue here. Mm-hmm. When he campaigns, so boring. Yeah. Couldn't be more boring. Well, it's honestly. like 10 to 12 minutes, and then he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> he says, in terms of energy generated, Biden can't even match the low standard hit set by Hillary four years ago, and we all know how that turned out for her. For whore. Hey, Tony, she's a whore. Tony, she's a whore. Yeah, that must have been a Freudian slip. Um, She is a whore. And he said the inevitable caveat is maybe we're wrong about each point we laid out here, but that's an awful lot of maybes, isn't it? Yeah. That's an awful lot of maybes. And I think think that it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. You know, Biden, Biden gave this incoherent speech and this is our biden gaffe of the day let's just listen to that you made the distinction between competing and winning the heart of winning competing and uh, you talked about though working hard and competing and everybody you pointed out works hard but you said working hard is absolutely essential but competing is even more consequential. You can work hard, but did you compete with everything you had? My grandfather would say, this guy's gone around the bend if he thinks we turned the corner. Ugh, diary of the mouth. <laughs> Common occurrence yeah. for Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, man. I, this guy, he obviously does not have the stamina to be president and shouldn't be our president. And well, God, you all know it's going to be, it's really Harris-Biden. God willing, <laughs> God willing, he will not be our yeah. president. But it's okay because, you know, Trump should just stay. In the, just stay. Yep. Don't leave. All right, so let's do some listener emails here because we got some great feedback from our, uh, our great listeners on the ground. Uh, we have a report on the ground from Colorado Mitchell. Uh, he says that, you know, he's seeing more Biden signs. Obviously, Colorado seems to be leaning left. He said, however, a couple weeks ago, there was a huge convoy of Trump support on 470. Uh, he saw at least five miles worth of Trump supporters. He said something that did catch his attention when he went to Colorado Springs and the surrounding areas. This is a massive number of Trump signs. Uh, and it's good to see that he was wrong about that area, which he was expecting to be liberal. Uh, his personal takeaway from all this is noticing the increasingly massive vocal Trump following, even in a state that has been turning blue. He said, usually turning blue means you're running out of oxygen and about to die. Ain't that the truth? Uh, He says, this is Colorado, named for the Red Rocks. The politics should be red as well. And that's what it should be in the Wild West. He said, loves the podcast. Of course, we love you too, Mitchell. Uh, Colorado's an interesting state uh, politically. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to win there. But who knows? It could be a shock, right? I mean, you never know what's going to happen in these elections. Our man Sinks, of course, tuning in always. Uh, he was talking about the ammo shortage. It says impossible to find on the Gulf Coast. He said, however, while continuing to try to find ammo, got some stun guns and pepper spray. Uh, and that's true. If you can't buy a gun, if you can't buy ammunition, buy something to defend yourself. You always want to defend yourself. I mean, that's just like the cardinal rule. Get a right? dog. Oh, yeah, vicious dog. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. You know? Mike Vick has some. You know, I, I uh, like I that's, say, I'm not a, a reference right there. Sorry. It is a little, yeah, reference. That's a little old. <laughs> um, I'm not 
a, a proponent of a new civil war. But I will tell you, I feel like the odds of it have gone up significantly as of late. Um, if it happens, it happens. You know, it's, I'm not going to stop it from happening. I think that it's almost inevitable at this point that there's some sort of... Be like you know, a, yeah, maybe, maybe, like a, like, maybe like a Gangs of New York showdown. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. Something like, like that. You know, like, it's not going to be like maybe perhaps how the there was two different countries in the yeah, Civil War, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's something brewing here. There's a political yeah. undercurrent. And I can tell you from several sources that leftist groups are preparing for massive mobilization on the days of the election and the days around the election and that the government is preparing a response should things get out of hand. I've seen leaked emails from these radical leftist groups that are basically calling to shut everything down, whether it's you know, going into grocery stores and and crying and pouting until they get their way or going onto highways or violently encountering people you know we hope that there's not violence but with my bet the left is going to resort to violence should trump win again these are concerning things so always defend yourself pepper spray stun guns whatever you can get knives bricks, bats machete machete's a good under the bed weapon yeah uh casey here uh has an interesting theory on the 25th amendment on biden thinks that they'll try to keep Joe as a puppet for just over two years so that Kamala Harris can then get elected twice and serve 10 years. Ooh. That's interesting. I like that. Um, he, they, they, they might just kill him, though. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just, like, He's down him. in North Carolina. He said in the suburbs outside of Raleigh, the Trump signs have been up for months. The Biden signs just showed up within the last week or so, which is interesting because that corresponds with what we've heard about the ground game finally being implemented for them. Uh, but it's probably too little too late. And Casey has been a episode one listener. So thank you to Casey for, for all the love over right. the years. We love you and get out there and vote Trump. You know, you're, we got to win this election. It's, it's very scary, honestly. <laughs> makes me lose sleep. <laughs> this election makes me lose sleep. I will tell you that. Uh, our friend Melissa says she's a longtime listener. Just listened to last Thursday's poly, uh, podcast where we talked about the youth vote. She says that interestingly enough, her babysitter is turning 18 in three days. And uh, she said that she showed up to babysit in a Trump shirt, totally fired up about being able to vote in her first election. She said most of her friends aren't old enough to vote just yet and are bummed because they're Trump fans too. Well, if they get an extra ballot, since there's extra ballots everywhere, <laughs> they, they can probably submit those. I mean, <laughs> let's get some extra ballots over there. You know, that that actually makes it <laughs> – definitely do not commit Definitely don't do that, but I will say, this, you, know, it's, you know, do what you want. <laughs> just make sure if the cops ask you who told you to do it, it was Matt. Not no, the, it wasn't me. It wasn't yeah. me at all. Uh, I'm not Matt. My name's uh, But it is interesting. You know, I have read a lot of pieces about how the Zoomers, the, the Generation Z, could be... I thought you were going to Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, God. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> uh, the Zoomers could be the ones to save us. They're not as liberal. No, no they're not. They're not as liberal. Which is interesting. Yeah. I don't... It, which is odd because yeah. they're being indoctrinated, right? Yeah. They're, they're constantly well, barraged I mean, on social it's media. It's so over the top. I mean... Like, Maybe... I mean, they're, they're teaching that, like, Christopher Columbus was, like, you know, the, like, basically the member of the Gambino crime family. I mean, it's just... It's just, it's, it's so... It's... it's, it's you know, on its yeah. face, what they're saying is false. They know it's false. Maybe it's maybe it's a little counterculture forming yeah. here. I mean, you know, it, it, being a Trump fan is basically being a part of the counterculture. Yeah. You know, it's fighting the establishment, yeah. fighting the power. 
so that's interesting. Um, and But Melissa goes on to say we're her favorite, and thanks for firing her up, making her laugh, and being her go-to source for election news, MAGA. MAGA indeed, Melissa. We yes. need to win this election 13 days from now. Yep. One last one. Kristen, our good friend Kristen in Utah, she became a VIP member just for us. Thank you so much, Kristen, oh, for being a yes. member. The uncensored a, version, too. Being a listener, yes. And yeah. uh, I'm going to send you some information on how to listen uncensored if you desire that. Yes. Hear all them f curse okay. words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you want to join Kristen in supporting Town Hall and the Triggered Podcast directly, you can go to townhall.com slash subscribe, sign up for a VIP package, use Triggered to get a whopping 25% off and uh, we will gladly send you instructions on how to get triggered uncensored, but more so you should know it goes into uh, funding Matt's salary as a writer, hiring more writers that are going to write conservative news for conservatives by conservatives. So that's what we want to do here at Town Hall Media. Of course, email us anytime, triggered at townhall.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. We'll be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger to preview the debate. And we'll be back here on Friday for a post-debate episode to go over everything that went down. We will see you then. Later.